welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey folks, Amy here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Today I have the replay of the looking ahead with Ganesha training. So if you are ready to set some goals, yoga style, for the remaining half of 2019, you're in the right place. Enjoy this training. Oh, spoiler alert, at the end of the training, I'm offering you the opportunity to come on my retreat to Thailand for free. Uh, special bonus, Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat for free when you sign up for the Growing Your Yoga Business program by the end of the early bird, which is 5th of July, midnight. Uh, Canberra. Why Canberra time zone? Because there's only one. Melbourne, Sydney time. <laughs> Enjoy the training. Might see you in Thailand. So welcome. Uh, welcome to this special training about looking ahead with Ganesha, Ganapati. Um, uh, I was watching a, uh, a, an interview with Douglas Brooks yesterday and he made the reference to actually bringing the elephant into the room. That is what we are doing today. We are bringing the elephant into the room. And I think for a lot of yoga teachers, the idea of having a business plan is the elephant in the room. I've got big goals. I'm going to get this done. Uh, just by taking it one day at a time with no strategy. Yes, uh, the elephant in the room may be the business plan. And I know, um, actually, in fact, this is super cool. Most of you that are here live with me right now, uh, I know you all. And uh, <clears throat> so the idea of having a yoga business plan isn't going to be terribly confronting or strange. Uh, maybe that's why you're here, because you don't feel like that about it. But for those of you who are watching this on the replay or maybe listening to it via the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not convinced about this business planning thing. I'm free. I'm a, I'm a spirit. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a part of the divine consciousness expressing itself in manifest reality. <clears throat> you get to have a business plan as well. And I promise you, it's not half as painful as you might expect. We are not going to be making Gantt charts. If you don't know what a Gantt chart is, don't worry. You're still a fabulous person. Um, or, or KPIs or any of that stuff that requires pumps and a pencil skirt, pantyhose. None of those things. If you would like to attend this training in pumps, pantyhose, and a pencil skirt, you're absolutely welcome, but you don't need to. In fact, we're going to be looking at what does your business look like in the next six months of 2019 using uh, yoga, allegory, storytelling, and symbols. Yes. Uh, it <laughs> Why? Because kind of, it's just like what I like to do at 7am on a Thursday morning. I'm going to nerd out and hopefully it's going to be in service to you. If you're new to me, Welcome, my name's Amy McDonald. I am obviously a big old yoga nerd um, and a storyteller and also a yoga teacher, yoga student, yoga business coach. And I support talented yoga teachers to grow abundant yoga businesses. And some of them are here now that uh, have abundant yoga businesses because they're awesome. And I've got to say, before we go any further, um, other than the wheel of death situation, the chakra situation I was having with my computer this morning. I was also a minute or two late because I couldn't help myself. My fabulous one-to-one uh, -one client, Bridget Murphy, just sent me through the, um, the, what do you call it? Like the proofs from her very first photo shoot. And I was just like, oh my Goding over all of them. They're just so beautiful. And uh, she also said in that message that she sold her first ever five pack of one-to-one -one classes uh, yesterday. So Bridget, congratulations. Bridget has very, very recently. She has just walked away from her corporate job. 
um, and signed up to work with me. And uh, so she's had the photo shoot and uh, she's sold her first five pack of one-to-one classes. And I think we've had two sessions so far. I'm so excited for you, Bridget. And as soon as this training is done, I'm going to go back and ogle over all of your amazingly beautiful photographs. But for right now, um, the reason I mentioned that is because, uh, as I was saying yesterday, uh, shared some video and audio and whatnot around the idea of, um, you know, compare and despair and how we can sometimes be disheartened by looking at other people's success. But I really do think that the difference between someone and folks, if you've been my client or if you're in one of my programs now and you can attest to this, type it into the chat about your experience. I really think the difference between feeling um, disheartened and uh, overwhelmed and uh, like you just don't have what it takes and actually getting the sorts of results that Bridget's getting and, and Mon, who's here, um, is getting, is uh, Joker is getting, it's simply having the clear plan of what needs doing, um, having some targets and uh, checking in on them. And if the idea of setting targets and setting goals freaks you out, in fact, what I'm talking about is critical to the yoga practice in that I'm talking about sankalpa and I'm talking about svadhyaya. I'm talking about having a clear intention, right? And if you come through any type of Shivananda branch, uh, you know that every class you do that, um, every yoga nidra you do that, you set your intention, sankalpa. We, we do this um, in all of my group calls, in all of, all of my programs. We set an intention every time we get together. Um, so we talk, you know, having a clear intention is the same as if it's a, if it's a really concise and succinct one, it's, it's a goal. It's setting a goal. And Svadhyaya, you know, if, whether you're a big iHeart Patanjali or not, Svadhyaya is a really important part of any spiritual path. Svadhyaya meaning introspection, self-reflection, and looking at yourself objectively. So again, a business review, it's Svadhyaya. It's, it's part of our practice. So please don't feel like, whoa, my God, this is so out of my uh, league or I, I left corporate to get away from this shit or I, I just I, I don't want to do things that don't align with who I am as a you know glowing spiritual being um, no, no no we're talking about stuff that is deeply embedded in the tradition of yoga already good news and uh, these two things as we'll see today do make the difference between hoping that one day things might change but maybe you're just not meant for it and being able to share more yoga with more people who need it and generate prosperity in the process, which is really, you know, what we're all about. So say hello if you haven't already. I want to see who is here and where you're all at. Oh, Rosie, you are here. Great. Um, I'm sorry, Rosie, I got to your email a little late this morning, uh, but um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you're here. And you yeah, haven't missed anything. You're, you're perfect. So uh, where are you at? Um, how about we do this? Type into the chat where you are uh, in, like, geographically. <laughs> I'm currently residing in my Anahata Chakra. you got to be careful with yoga, right? Where you are in the world. And also, in one word, describe your first half of 2016. This is for Rosie's benefit. She didn't catch the Shiva training last week. So we just want to all get on the same page. Very quick and dirty. One word. Uh, uh, the Bij, the Bija, the Seed Mantra. One word of what has... 2019 look like for you in your business to date where are you in manifest reality 
And what is your word from, oh, mine is in Sydney and her word is change. Bam. Samadhi. I love it. Who else we got? Love it, love it, love it. And while you're doing those, I'm going to give a little introduction into our uh, co-host for the training today, who is Jaganesha Ganapati, who I normally have uh, something around here on my desk of him, but I don't this morning. So let me do a quick overview if you are new to Ganesha and what he's all about. So Ganesha is the reason that I love him for this training. There's a couple of reasons. Uh, here they are. One, he is the child of a feminist. <laughs> Let's be real. So, um, you know, technically people say, oh, Ganesha is the son of Shiva and Parvati. And if you look at Shiva, you know, the family pics of Shiva and Parvati, uh, there they are. And they've got the kids and, and Ganesha sitting on Parvati's knee. But here's the deal. Parvati actually made Ganesha herself without Shiva. In fact, that had a fight. He had pissed off to the pub or whatever. Don't email me. I'm being irreverent on purpose. And she's like, well, F you, man. If you're going to leave me by myself all the time, I'm making my own kid to keep me company. And she did that. She crafted, she crafted Ganesha from the, of, her own, of her own body. So I love this because it shows that, um, it shows for everybody, but I'm going to take a little bit more, can you believe it, poetic license here. It shows that women can create whatever that, they want to when they really put their mind to it. And let's face it, we need that message right now. I'm not saying you need to go make your own son from your own skin scrapings. Ew. But what I am saying is he reminds us that you can do this. You get this. When, you, when it all boils down and you're like, ah, from that energy, you can make whatever you want. Harvey made her own kid by herself, ladies. That would create disaster in my life if that happened. Well, shit. But my point is you can do whatever you want if you really want to. Um, Turkey's in Paris. Identity is her word. Jody in Lakes, progressing. Ooh, I like it. Uh, integrating in love. Mom's got more words. She's abundant. Rosie in Ascot, growing. Yeah, Eli in Canberra. Folks, Canberra is the capital city of Australia. Uh, integrating. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so what else do I love about Ganesha? Um, I also love that he is the, uh, he is the touchstone, if you like. So much of his symbology is about overcoming. Uh, you know, he's the overcomer of obstacles. He is the deity that is at the front door. He is at the entrance. He is the deity that is chanted to at the beginning of a puja, regardless of who the puja is ultimately about. He is a threshold guardian. So he is the deity for stepping into a new space. Um, he is the deity of, so, so if we think about overcoming um, obstacles, overcoming obstacles, um, I mean, hell man, talk about, you think your life is tough. Imagine if your dad cuts off your own head and then to solve the problem, gives you the head of an elephant. You think he got teased at school much? I mean, glasses is one thing. Uh, you know, I was nerdy at school. I got teased. But can you imagine if you rocked up to like first day of high school and you have an elephant head? I think shit's getting real there. You're getting bullied. He survived. He made it. You know, he knows how to overcome some obstacles. He just keeps on keeping on, even though now you suddenly have like a trunk. Huh. Imagine the jokes there. Not nice. Um, so he, he's also a symbol of imperfection. He is a deity, right? He is in the pantheon of gods. 
but he's broken. He has a broken tusk. He's, he's damaged. He is flawed and he is divine anyway. Now, if there's not, like, I'll let you read into that. It's pretty obvious, right? We need that reminder. Um, and, and not only is he damaged, but that tusk, the echidanta, one tooth, the, the broken tusk, um, so sometimes called echidanta, as it's another name, he's got a lot of names. Um, that tusk, he broke it to scribe the Mahabharata. That's a long poem. That's a long ass poem. And here's what else is important. If, if Vyasa is, is telling you the Mahabharata, like it's, you know, one of the most important stories in the world, you don't want to get that wrong. If you're the, if you're the stenographer or writing with your tusk, the Mahabharata, you got to get that right. So he's, you know, he's about accuracy. He's about uh, uh, tr the transmission of ideas. Um, but, but he is imperfect. He is divine and imperfect. So in, terms of business he reminds us that done is better than perfect right you've got Vyasa saying hey I've got this idea it's called a, it's a poem and it's called the Mahabharata and it's the story of everything well shit you've got to figure you ain't got no biro what are you gonna do oh, I'm gonna lift my sharpies at home I know I'll break off my own task and get that shit down because it's really really important like done is better than perfect do whatever it takes um like really if if you if there is something that needs doing you have what it takes to figure it out and get it done. And he really reminds us of all of those things. So what better deity for, okay, let's get real. Half of 2019 is done. Let's get busy in the second half. No overwhelm, no drama, but done is better than perfect. You know, um, let's overcome whatever obstacles may be thrown before us. Cause really this is your benchmark. Is it as bad as being decapitated and having an elephant head? I've got a big tax debt. Yes, but do you have an elephant head? Someone asked for their retreat to be refunded. Yeah, but do you have an elephant head? <laughs> like, you know, it's good for some perspective. And he also showed, reminds us that, okay, I might not have all the things. I might not have all the perfect tools, but I know that I have been given an important task and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen because it matters. AKA, I know that, that being called to teach yoga is an important deal and we need more yoga in the world right now. And so even though I might be scared or I might be tired or I might be overwhelmed or I might think I don't know what to do, I know that people getting yoga right now is very, very important. So I'm going to figure it out. That's where we're going today. If that sounds good to you, type a Jaganesh into or Jaganesha into the chat. Don't worry about your spelling. I'm okay. I can't read Sanskrit anyway. So if you've got a Sanskrit keyboard, blow my mind. Type it into the chat if that sounds like a good idea. Who is ready to get that going? So good to see you here, Tanya. Yay. Hope you're doing great over there. Turka is ready. Jaganesh. Yes. Let's do this. All right. So, um, I, I, yep. Uh, okay, so let's jump over to the workbook. If you are here on the live call, Shaz Jaganesh, yes, um, I've typed the link for the workbook into the chat so you can get it. If you're listening on the podcast, the link is in the session notes. Um, and if you're watching on the replay, it should be in the email. And if you've somehow found this somewhere else, don't worry, you can just use your journal. <laughs> I think we've got it all covered. Um, Tanya says, just got to do this because Tanya said, 
Um, Tanya, in the UK says, my word was floating, but that didn't sound great at all. I think it's good for you. Come on, you're allowed to have a word like that. As long as it's like floating on love and success, you've got, you know you've got that fabulous pixie energy happening. I like floating for you. Okay, so here we go. Um, let me do the sharing of the screens. Sounds like something that would happen in a Tolkien novel. The sharing of the screen. Alrighty, here we go. So uh, there's me. There's my head. Oh, just as a side note, I don't know why, but this here uh, is probably a little bit too much for Facebook. If you're having a photo shoot, just keep the ladies separate because Facebook doesn't like cleavage. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Rando. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do is break down um, five journaling prompts based on the major symbols of Ganesha. Not necessarily the ones that I've already talked about, um, but some, some of the others. Now, I've done this training multiple times before. You might have done it as well with me before. If so, great, because this is a process of revelation. And each time you do it, you will think about and uncover and um, reveal new elements. And in fact, if you have done it with me before, it might even be useful to go back and look at previous workbooks to check in with what you said last time and, and how you're moving forward. Remember that we're talking about Sankalpa and Svadhyaya, core yogic teachings. So stay with me on the... Uh, yoga teaching elements here. <clears throat> All right, so the first one we're going to look at is the Ankusha. Um, and I, oh, I love this because the particular Ganesha in the workbook doesn't have an Ankusha. <laughs> but essentially the Ankusha is the, um, it's, it's, it's the goad. And if you Google up any other picture of Ganesha, um, it, it's, a, it's a stick and then it has like a, a curl kind of hook uh, metal hook on the end and um, so the mahu the elephant handler I don't know Rosie what I don't know you're a Cambodia person how would you trans how would you translate that but the the carer and the handler and the companion I guess the, the human of the elephant uses the goad to tell the elephant what to do now if you've seen those types of um, people have those roles um, I, I know in Thailand this is very much the case they have the ankusha, the goad, but it's not like a um, like a weapon. Um, in fact, the elephant and the human have an incredibly close bond, and um, it's like with my dog, right? I oh, don't hit my dog, um, but but he knows that if I do this, then there's some serious stuff. This that like the finger, the pointing of the finger, is about as that's in, that's some intense stuff right there. He, we just have that unspoken language that when that finger gets pointed, he's done something very naughty of the naughtiest of the naughties. If you have a dog, you can fill in the blanks of <clears throat> those sorts of naughties. They normally smell, right? Um, same deal with the, with the ankusha. So don't think of it as a weapon, but more as an invitation to do something. The mahu can just, just rest it on the elephant, can tap the elephant, and the elephant just knows, okay, tap it on the left or tap it on the right, this is what we're doing. It's a way to communicate information about what comes next. So the prompt here in the workbook is using the ankusha as our symbol is what are you creating next? So last week we did how has it all been going, what's been happening, where are you at, and now we're looking at what comes next. What are you calling forth? What are you going to create? So 
let's get started here. And I want you to get it down for you, most important. But if you also want to share it into the chat, I would love to see that. Um, you can and I'll share them with everybody as we go. Um, but I want to know what are the things that you're calling forward for the remaining half of 2019? So this might be brand new projects. Uh, it might be completing projects. It might be, um, it might be continuing on with things that you're already doing. What are your, what are the things that you're going to be creating for the second half of 2019? And this is where you get to be, you know, get, you get to be uh, a little aspirational. You might have um, very, it might be very clear or it might be sort of still in the ether. It might still be sort of floating about. You might not have the detail yet. Let yourself really get into your creative energy here. What are you calling forth? What are you creating? For me, oh my God, so exciting. I am... Um, I am creating uh, a, a 50 hour yoga philosophy teacher training uh, portion chapter subject <laughs> for someone else's um, for someone else's teacher training. I'm going to be teaching the philosophy and the history component and I'm writing the syllabus for that in the second half of 2019 and I am beyond excited about actually seriously nerding out hard love it um jody is going to create clarity moving forward in gyyb yes you are because she's in the program love it um yeah you can yeah you can come if anyone wants to come to my uh philosophy you can totally come we've decided that people would just want to come just for the nerd part you can uh it's over a week two weekends one in november and one in march like six hours a day of nerd me talking, <laughs> making you watch nerdy videos with Yogananda. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shaz is work, a workshop, a day retreat with, oh my goodness, with my daughter and me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, really nice. What else have people got happening? What else are you calling forward with that? The reason I, I went on and didn't explain why I went on about the energy in the symbol of the Ankusha is because it's not about beating it out of yourself. It's not about bashing yourself up about, oh my God, I've got to do this. I've got, oh, I haven't done that thing yet. I'm so bad. It's about what am I going to um, encourage forward? What am I going to suggest comes next? What am I going to um, lovingly entice? It's got that type of energy. Um, Elaine, oh, uh, new website. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, Rosie workshop for training teachers in seniors chair yoga. Oh, I love that Rosie. I think that'll be really common. Tioka is creating containers that are full of eager repeat students, meaning classes at times and places and in the styles that feel right to me. I'm really excited about that for you. Really excited. I would also like to create seasonal events that draw 10 to 15 students Easily, 15 students, Tioka, easily, yeah. Tanya is creating a space, oh my goodness, really? A physical space, a boutique studio to, to share and teach from and drink tea in. I love you. Oh, that's so exciting. It's going to just look amazing too. 
because girl, you're good with aesthetics. Yeah, I love that. Okay, great. Keep them coming. And as always with these trainings, you know, we're here, we're going through the journaling prompts in real time together, but know that you can always go back. And in fact, this might, you may take the print, the workbook, if you still have a printer or take your tablet or whatever or journal and go sit with it and be with it for longer because the more time you kind of rest in these questions, the more uh, information will, will come, will come forth, which is, a beautiful thing. Let's move on to the parachute. This is one that actually does feature in the image in the workbook. So the parachute is, um, it's, it's the axe, the little, well, it's a little axe when Ganesha is holding it. Um, it's the weapon of choice uh, of Shiva, his dad, but a Ganesh has, Ganesha has a parachute as well. And this is, um, it's kind of like the weapon indicates the weapon that slices through Maya, right? That, that slices through illusion. And um, which if you're a classicist is, is what you want, right? Cause illusion is illusion. Maya is illusion. If you're a tantrica, I heart illusion. It's real as well, but regardless, <clears throat> the parachute um, reminds us that we can slice through stuff that is holding us back. We can cut the bonds. We can release ourselves from, uh, feeling limited um, and and we can overcome obstacles by by creating our own freedom that's the 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 meaning of the parachute in this instance so the questions here for us to consider are in taking action into the second half of 2019 what do you need to overcome what are you choosing to slice through <clears throat> where are you freeing yourself where are you going to release yourself from bondage? And this can be uh, can be in the you know in the manifest realm. Do you need to end a contract? Do you need to fire a teacher? Do you need to change location? Do you need to get yourself some new training so you can get yourself out of ignorance? But it can also be in the mindset space. Do you need to let go of a limiting belief? Do you need to finally drop the story that you've been telling yourself about your ability, your um, money mindset, your capacity to generate abundance, your age, weight, face, whatever. Uh, so what is it that you're going to be freeing yourself from what actions are you taking in the second half of 2019 such that you are uh, enabling yourself to move forward and again if you want you can share those in the chat or and more importantly get them down for yourself uh, in your journal or in the workbook I love this one. I really, love, this is one of my favorite questions. And I, almost sort of without becoming neurotic, but this can form a really, if you have a morning journaling practice, this one can form a really lovely part of that. What am I overcoming today? Because it doesn't have to be massive every day. I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to, I'm going to drop my codependency today. <laughs> but it might be, um, I don't know, when my mother calls me for the fifth time today, I'm just going to let it go to voicemail, for example. 
or when that when that student says again, oh, I've, oh, I've only got $10 at the end of class, I'm going to say, well, I'll just wait here while you pop to the bank so that you can give me the other 10. <laughs> um, Jody says, I'm ready and worth it. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Mom says, I need to put this out into the space. Releasing not good enough stories, upper limits, past soul contracts and trauma about not being able to use my voice and releasing my current contract role. Yes, I'm really excited about that. There's some big stuff in there, Mom. Second half of 2019 is going to be amazing for you. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Who else would like to share what they're slicing through? What am I letting go of? Um, oh man, here we go. I, I'm a bit the same as, as you with this one. I'm, I'm going to share this. It's a scary sharing edge, but I'm going to share it so that it's out there in the public domain. I am letting go of working with people who are actually crap. Because I, I don't know if anyone else has this experience, but um I like to be you know, considerate of others and non-judgmental and presume the look to see the best in people. And what that can sometimes look like is a hope addiction that people are actually going to come through and get better. <laughs> and they don't. And that shit gets expensive. I am done with uh, presuming that just because someone calls themselves an expert, they are one and that they know better than me. Ooh, just on the edge of sounding like an egomaniac, but I'm going to give it a go. Anyone else have something to share about the parachute? What are you letting go of? What are you releasing in the second half of 2019? I am also going to release some of the books on my bookshelf that I just am not going to read, particularly the yoga ones, and I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to let go of some of that. Anyone else need to slice away some clutter? <laughs> um, I'm going to give them to a loving home. Um, Shaz says, the idea I am progressing and achieving. Blasting through it, overcoming it? Or is that from last time, Shaz? Uh, Choga says, releasing the idea that I have to be a hard teacher to be a good teacher. That's a really, really beautiful one for you, lovely. I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's a, um, this would make for a great thread in my Facebook group. Um, the, the profound kind of inner work that goes on when you have the insight about the type of yoga that you share with people and what that means, uh, because it really does shake things up. I know it did for me, uh, when, when my, when my lineage perspective shifted, and I suddenly thought, well, if I'm not that, if I don't teach that, what do I teach? And if I'm not that, who am I? Yeah, that's a big one. How exciting. Super exciting. Um, Tanya says, I'm going to release the desire to be available for free. Yes. Yes. Free falling into other people's organizations and plans, thereby freeing myself up to make decisions quickly and frequently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm loving that for you. All right, let's move on, ladies. These are great. Um, Louise says, I'm letting go of feeling I am not worthy because I am. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know, this is, your, this is the thing about 
um, about Ganapati that's so good too. I mean, he's a god, right? He's up there and look at him. He's a weird looking dude. He's, he, he never got married and all the gods got a wife. He didn't. So he's flying solo. He's like, he eats too much junk food. We'll talk about that in a moment. He's got an elephant head. Uh, he was born of a kind of a loveless marriage, at least at that time. And he's still a god. Like, as if, if he's worthy of claiming his divinity with all of that? Are you kidding? He rides a mouse. You think you've got a bad car? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm no one. I've got a Mazda 3. Gonna party rides a mouse, man. Yes, we're all worth it. You're so worth it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, <laughs> moving on. The Pashu or the Pasha. Pasha? Um, this is, I love this symbol and I, I need to uh, not go totally yoga nerd on you on this. But essentially the Pasha is the lasso, the rope that you see Ganapati holding. And there is a beautiful teaching hint workshop idea here coming, folks. Jot this one down with an asterisk between God, lasso, man. Um, go Google it. It would make for a great workshop idea. It also comes back to the idea of yoga as in huge, as in yoking yourself, connecting yourself to something bigger. But the lasso um, for, for us for today, uh, in terms of looking ahead in a business planning sense, is to look at what are you holding on to? What are you continuing to connect yourself with? Um, what are you yoking yourself to? Uh, not in the sense here we're using the lasso instead of a yoke, but still the, the symbol is the same as the root word for yoga, which is used to yoke, to connect yourself to something. What are you keeping on doing? What, did you, what have you identified has been working and you are going to maintain? Or what are you... Um, it's also sort of like what are you consolidating or refining as you stay connected to it? Or what are you using as your guide or your um, sense of stability? What are you connecting yourself to for guidance and uh, support moving forward in, in 2019? What's the lasso? What is the lasso in your business for the next six months? And what are you using the lasso to hold on to or to bring in? <clears throat> so for me, um, the, uh, what am I maintaining in my business? Um, I've got built some really beautiful programs. Um, and I have four really beautiful offerings that I have been offering now for a number of years. I love doing them. People get great results participating in them. Um, I've refined them as I've gone and I feel really confident about how they work. And I'm going to continue to offer those in the next six months of my retreat, my private coaching and my two uh, group programs. And I feel really great about those. I'm continuing to do those. I'm also going to continue with my podcast. You know, that's something that I think it's, I think, uh, there, when I started doing it, there weren't podcasts didn't exist when I started doing it. So I've been doing it for uh, 2012, um, <clears throat> once a week, uh, doing an uh, audio training. And um, I really enjoy that. And I get nice feedback from that. It feels like a way that I can be in service to people. At least that's my intention. So that's something that I'm going to continue to do moving forward. And uh, I think for, um, as far as how am I going to stay connected? 
uh, I have a, a masterminding buddy. New, actually, I'm really excited about this. It's a new a person in my life. Um, and uh, we are going to support each other and get on a video call with each other every two weeks to, um, you know, if you've been in my GYYB program or in my um, Keep Growing Mastermind, we, you know, mastermind buddies are a really important thing, I believe, in business. Have someone on your team or coaching, same sort of relationship. Uh, and so I'm going to have that person in my life in the next, over the next six months to help my business grow. Two, Chioka says, your speaker series is awesome too. Thanks, Chioka. Unlikely that there will be another one of those in 2019. Not unless anybody feels like donating their time to go make it happen for me. Putting on a mask, rubber mask, that looks like my face and doing it. <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. What about, what about everybody else? What are, you, what are you keeping on keeping on with? What are you sustaining in your business? And I apologize, folks. I realized at the start I failed to mention our time, but I was thinking about 90 minutes. So uh, apologies for that. We're about halfway there. If, I should have said that at the start uh, for time management. What is working well for you and you're going to continue with it? Rosie is continuing with her regular group classes. Great. Isn't it, isn't it rewarding when you figure out what works? I feel like this about my retreat. Every time I turn up in Thailand and, and it just, like it just works, you know. I, I, I know what to do and, we're, and everything's there and the, the, the schedule doesn't need to be tweaked because it works and um, the whole system, it's just, there's an ease to it because of, I've done it before and we've refined it and it's just, it's, uh, it's comforting. When you've figured out how something works well, it's very comforting to repeat it, to sustain it. I feel like that about growing your yoga beers too. Um, you know, my team getting ready for the, the next round that starts in a couple of weeks. And so we have all the back end has to be built and the members area and the Facebook group and all the emails and everything. And my team just made it all happen because we know how to do it because we've done it a bunch of times before. It's, it just feels uh, very grounding when, when you're repeating something that works. Um, Sharon says, opening up my time for one-to-one -one classes and I teed another one up just yesterday. Oh, congratulations. I love a celebration. Yeah. Pashu, Pashu energy. Or um, in, in thinking about the Trinity, thanks, Tanya. The Trinity, it's the, um, it's the Vishnu phase. It's the maintenance phase. What's working? What are you going to keep doing? But also... Remember, and I, I want to make a point here. Um, I want to make a point here about the importance of have of yoking yourself to something, uh, because um, in my experience, what I see happen uh, with yoga teachers that don't have some kind of connection to someone, something, some type of accountability is your momentum is less, your attainment of your goals reduces, but more importantly, uh, as I was mentioning at the start today, you become just much more susceptible to that compare and despair energy. You know, it's hard to, you get yourself into a funk. I, I, um, 
yesterday, man, I just, I, the, yesterday, the night before last, no sleep. I think I slept for 30 minutes. So stressed out about this particular project that's happening right now in my business or that's not happening right now in my business, as I should actually say. Um, I've hired someone, uh, big hire in terms of cashola, and um, big expectation, big commitment from the person that I'd hired. Yeah, we can do that. I can make that happen. Things aren't going, not even 10% to plan. And I, I, it's been, you know how during the day you're like, it's okay, it's okay. But then once the it's dark once you lie down in bed it's like it's not okay the world is ending you know I, i've been doing that and um i was sitting at my computer yesterday like freaking out about it freaking out about it and then i get this ping facebook message from a former colleague friend that i haven't seen for months saying hey do you want to get a coffee you know it's kind of like those shaktipat moments it's like oh there's god there's an angel messenger <laughs> yes but do you want to get a coffee with me? Because I am freaking out. So, so we went for a coffee and turned into dinner. And I told her the story and the situation with this person. And she said, no, 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 that's not good enough. You just have to put in a complaint. And like my whole, everything just cleared up. But me sitting at home, I'd gone for days without sleeping. I was so stressed out about it um, because I was trying to resolve it all by myself. And it wasn't until I talked to my friend and just explained it and she went, this, this, that. Oh, suddenly relief and clarity and objectivity and out of crazy lady and back into empowered business owner because I had someone else to give me some objective, someone to just, not even, she, not even that she gave me that much advice. She simply mirrored back to me what I was sharing with her. Incredibly powerful. So not only is question three about what are you continuing to do in your business? But it's also very much about how are you going to continue to do in your business? And what is the tool, whether that's a person or a training or a group or whatever, how are you going to make sure that that happens? Joker says, teaching at high-end studios has helped with my branding. It's not easy, but it helps with consistency. Nice one. Eli is uh, nurturing and maintaining the relationship with her teachers. Beautiful. Um, Rosie said she needs to get back in touch with her yoga buddy. Yeah, totally. Or yeah. Yeah. Love it, Rosie. Yep. Shaz, continued planning for joint projects and chat over ideas with my mentor and buddy. Yes. Really good. Really good. The buddies, the buddies, the buddies. I, you know, I was talking to um, someone the other day who's been in, in my community for a while now and she was saying, because she's been in a bunch of different programs of mine, she's got herself three buddies and she loves all of them. I just think that's so great. Okay. Next up in the workbook, Virata Mudra. So the Virata Mudra is, um, is, is it seems to be a lot more common. Like the Buddha seems to make this one all the time. It's, you know, it's one of his go-tos. Um, but we have it over in yoga as well. Um, and it's the mudra of uh, giving boons. But it, but it also means, you know, so uh, uh, granting wishes, I guess, if you like. Um, but it's also a mudra of... Um, compassion of sincerity of generosity um it's, it's a really loving gesture uh but here i want to talk about it in terms of the giving of boons so this is about um what are you going to put out there what are you going to give as a boon 
to your community, to your family? Um, and then what, are, what boons are you calling in? Where are you requiring of the universe to drop a miracle into your lap in 2019? This is so fun. Does anyone else play the miracle with the universe game? Sometimes, some days when I'm like journaling in the morning and I, uh, with my coffee and I think, oh, I'm in a bit of a funk. Mm. Universe, you need to send me something fabulous today. Cheer me up. And it happens every time. Every time something miraculous happens. I'll hear from someone I haven't heard from in ages. A uh, friend brought me a bunch of flowers yesterday. What? And some snacks made out of sesame seeds. Hello. Like, I love it. Like, where are, you, where are you calling in a boon? Is there something bigger that you're calling in? Do you want to win something? Are you going to, I don't know, claim a prize? But, but here, I want you to think about it in both senses. Where are you giving the boon? And where are you calling it in? Um, so in, in second half of 2019, someone is going to win a place in the Growing Your Yoga Business program. I'm giving one away. Boon. So fun. Love it. Um, I'm going to keep up with the podcast. That's free. I get people every day emailing me, telling me that they really want to work with me, but they got no money. Great. I got so much free stuff and it's coming at you every week. Have at it. Use it. Spread yoga like a virus. Boon. Where are you giving to people? Where are you giving? Uh, are you going to donate money? Are you going to do... Uh, <laughs> it always makes me think of Sheila Wisdom. Are you going to have a yoga event and go teach yoga to Africa? She's everywhere. What are you going to do? How are you going to give back? Not because you have to, because you just want to. Uh, you know, abundance is that flow. And, and hoarding is as much scarcity consciousness as having no money at all. So you, we keep the energy moving by giving back. Where are you gonna, where are you gonna give back? What are you gonna do? Are you going to, uh, thinking about one of my, um, one of the women in my Keep Growing Mastermind, one of her targets is to spend more time with her family. The boon that she is giving is her time. And she's sorting out what happens in her business so that she doesn't work at night as much. And when her kids get home, she's there. And before they go to school, she's there. That's the boon that she's giving to her family. She's sorting her shit out in her business so that she can be more available. It doesn't mean there's, she's making less to do necessarily, but she's restructuring the way that she does it. And then what boons are you ready to receive? This is so cool. What are you calling in? I'm calling in more money. Because I really like it. I was thinking about you all the other day about having some T-shirts. Like, what would we have if we had T-shirts and we'd have, like, abundant yoga teacher? And, and then I thought, I want a T-shirt that says, money is spiritual. And then I thought, would anybody wear that? Is that too controversial? I don't know. But I think it is, you know. Prana, it's just a way that we put prana into a thing that you can put in your purse or on your Apple Pay. I don't know. What, uh, which boon, what boon are you going to be giving out? Are you going to, um, another one of my keep growing women, she offered a bunch of yoga classes to her local uh, church for people who couldn't afford to come but needed some yoga. Um, what are you going to do? Are you going to write an article for a magazine? That Are you going to, here's one, this one, are you going to ramp up your social media so that every time or every second time you post something, it's got great content that's really useful to people. 
you're going to make your social media your saver, the way that you give selfless service by sharing useful stuff. Who's got a boon to share? And then we'll, we'll move on. I want to see them. Unless I've lost you. That would be bad. No comments? No boons? Or are we having a tech glitch? Maybe. I oh, know. Here we go. Here's some boons. Sharon says, uh, I used to give a recipe each week to the studio website, now giving one monthly to my website. I love that combination of those two statements, Sharon. I really love that. Yes. Um, you know, you don't have to giving boons is not, um, depleting. This is great. Thank you, Sharon, for making this point. It's a really good one. Giving boons is not depleting. Um, for example, I said earlier that I used to, I've done the podcast since 2012. That was back when I still had my corporate job. And so I had to get up, uh, and I did it live people would join me live uh, at 6am. I had to went live 6am on a Thursday and for years. And, um, and I learned a lot and I had fun and it was good for my business. And I think people enjoyed it. But uh, the reality was now that I work for myself, I don't want to be doing that every week, 6am. It's not good for me. Uh, and so now I have the podcast that I pre-recorded at a time that is good for me, AKA business hours. Uh, and everybody still gets it on a Thursday, but I don't have to it's still a boon, but it's not a, depleting me. I love that Sharon. Great, great example. Yeah. Uh, Mon says, I like the idea of getting back into the space of sharing useful info on social media instead of reminders of offerings of selling. Yeah. Remember it's about the jab, 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 right hook. You know, it's about, 75% sharing info and 25% would you like to come along to something uh, with the exception of if you are in big launch mode and then have at it. Um, there is a time to talk more, um, a lot more about what it is that you're offering, but for the most part, 75%, 25%. Louie says, I have spoken to a local influencer here in New Zealand for a soap charity she belongs to. I'm thinking of running a class and everyone would donate soap products in return, i.e. sanitary products, deodorants, etc. Nice one. Nice one, Louise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds really great. Uh, someone did that recently. Money raiser for a charity very, very similar to that. Ah, I want to connect you guys, but I can't think of, I'll, I'll think about it and get back to you. You know, it says give free info and self-care tips to my students and on my social to promote my teachers through that. Yeah, beautiful. Jerka says my playlist is designed to be a sensory extension of my class. So that's something I can offer. Oh, could you please like share that with me? I would love your sensory extension playlist, Jerka. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, do a post in the group. I'm pretty sure that uh, everyone would like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Look at it. Centered, centered the top, after the top of the hour. Yes, Louise, I'll try and remember who it was that did that fundraiser. Um, I should know. I'm embarrassed that I can't think of it. Um, yeah, and Louise would also like your playlist. We love it. All right, last one. Last one. And then I'm going to talk a bit about GYYB and tell you all about how you can get my retreat for free. That was a spoiler, but there you have it. Right, so last one is the Modica. 
could really do with some Modica right now. Modica is, um, you can see in the picture, Ganesha is holding a little bowl of goodies, snacks. The reason that he has a little bit pumpoi, nitnoi, pumpoi, a little bit of a tummy. Uh, dude likes sweet things. He's got a sweet tooth. He likes snacks. And um, who doesn't? Well, actually, I know some of you all savoury people. I can go either way. It's just how I roll. Don't judge. Uh, Modica are sweet treats. Um, it's the sweetness in life. Uh, but it's also, um, you know, it's also prasad, right? So um, the, the, so prasad is, um, prasad is food that has been blessed. So, uh, you know, if you go to, um, I don't know, if you go to the Neem Karoli Baba temple, you leave and they give you a little thing of snacks or, um, or, or the, the, the ashram in Taos, um, they, uh, you know, you, you can eat lunch and it's prasad. Um, this is, this not just those places everywhere. It's, um, I know at the, uh, when I go to Haven at the ashram out here, you get a little piece of cake. So it's, 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 it's food that has been blessed. And in eating the food that has been blessed, it's uh, part of the spiritual practice, drawing the divine into you or receiving a blessing. But for the sake of today, um, the modika here that, Gan that Ganapati is holding is um, the sweetness, you know, the, the treats, the, the, the goodness, the yummy stuff that sometimes we forget, you know, especially when it comes to things like business planning that can become a little bit too shiver encoded, can become a little bit too nuts and bolts and linear and tick this off and get this done. And we can stop, we can forget to stop and just enjoy the sweetness and the pleasure and, um, and, and eating something just because it tastes good. You know, uh, doing something purely for the joy of it. So point number five, and this is how you stay in your feminine energy in business. And that's not a gendered statement. We all need that because it's where creativity and play happen. Question number five is how are you intentionally going to continue to bring sweetness into your business? Does that look like a monthly spa treatment with your journal does that look like um uh having a, a chai with your masterminding buddy once a week does that look like um one of my one of my keep growing mastermind uh women she posted this fantastic facebook live in our facebook group just a, <laughs> she was just so pissed off trying to do her tax and she said that she actually had a dream where she was being um, sent to prison because of tax avoidance um, until she got herself an accountant who sorted it all out for her. And so she bought herself tickets to a beautiful kirtan as a treat as to bring in some sweetness. Where are you calling in the sweetness in your business? Hey, Jody, see you later. Uh, Jody says, I've got to go and teach and we'll catch the rest on the replay. You bet lovely. We've seen a lot of you in the second half of 2019. So what is it for you, ladies and gents, uh, if you're watching on the replay or however, gender, boring, whatever, you know what I mean? What is it for you, collective noun? Um, what 
what is it that you're, how are you calling in sweetness in your business in 2019? What are you doing to remind yourself to play and to delight? Uh, you know, it's that Shri quality, that important teaching in yoga about the pleasure and the, the Leela, the, the Rasa Leela, the, the, the divine play of embodiment. What are you going to do? Are you having a weekly massage? Are you, I don't know, are you playing nice music while you do your budget? Are you um, reading books that have got nothing to do with yoga for a couple of hours a day? I don't know. What is it for you? What, what are you doing to continue to, make, to ensure that you're staying sweet? Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, Rosie is attending a monthly yoga nidra. Beautiful, Rosie. Love it. Mon says, oh, she's got to head off to another meeting, but looking forward to the replay. Thanks so much, Amy. I so appreciate your time and offerings. You're so welcome, gorgeous. Have a great meeting. I'm excited about your meeting. Mon and I have just finished up six months of working together and girls, go in places. For me, um, sweetness, sweetness for me. Okay, so here's truth bomb for me confession uh it has always been part of my business practice that at the first day of the month i would take a day to consolidate and reflect and plan and do the <laughs> reconcile the books from the month before and stay up to date and go somewhere nice to do that and my somewhere nice was this one particular cafe where i live and they did a great chai and it was sort of elevated so you could sit and look out over the town and the bush and it was beautiful and they closed and a while ago and i have yet to actually find a replacement venue and reinstate that practice so i am going to do that here, I declare it in front of this group. See, you, it, the, this is totally self-serving, these workshops. It's got nothing to do with you guys. It's just uh, <laughs> helps me to recommit. So that's some sweetness that I'm bringing back in. Um, here we go. Learning edge for me for the second half of 2019 is um, allowing myself to experience spaciousness as sweetness. So here's what I mean. This might let me type into the chat if this resonates with you. Um, I, because my business, this business has been going for a while now, it just doesn't take as long to do things as it used to. I used to work when I first started, when I first quit my corporate job, it used to be 12 hours a day, six days a week. Because when you have a mortgage and you suddenly throw your job in, you have to work pretty effing hard to get things back on track. I did that for about four months and then I just went to five days a week, eight hours a day. And now after a few years, I don't have to work full time, but uh, it has caused discomfort. Um, was brought up some of that old programming about good people work hard. It's still there. Uh, refine, refine, refine. Um, and so when I have space in my business time, uh, in my life that doesn't have to be spent at the computer, actually that can sometimes feel uncomfortable. So uh, I hereby admit that in 2019, I'm going to do more work, healing work, to experience that spaciousness as sweetness instead of lazy, slack, blah, 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 whatever. Fill in the word that I think my parents might say, but they so I want to know what else, who else has some modica to share before we move on? This is really important. If you haven't declared it here, you, I want you to. 
Um, Tioka says that so resonates, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, what, like, share it with me, sister. We can be on this journey together. Totally. Yeah. That, that, um, and, and just, don't you think it's time to, for folks like us, like pitta, 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 pitta people, um, it's time to just ditch the word lazy. Uh, when are we ever lazy? Never. <laughs> Never. Exhausted, maybe. <laughs> but lazy, we suck at lazy. Eli says, I'm going to travel, more travel and going to other classes. I want to go on a yoga retreat just to enjoy. Oh, yes. I'm going to take that one too. Yeah, hells yeah. Not to learn from the person or to get ideas or to check out a venue or to just to do a retreat with no, nothing else. Yes, I love that one. Tanya says, um, yes, I need to be reminded of that floating after swimming really hard upstream. Yeah, yeah, I like that too, Tanya. That, that image really, really resonates for me. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so that's the modica. Love, love, love. All right, so uh, I want to, um, in a moment, I'm going to tell you all about, a little bit about the Growing Your Yoga Business program and how you can uh, register for it and the very, very cool early bird discount and retreat bonus that is available until tomorrow night. But before we jump into that, let me stop the screen sharing. Before we jump into that, I would love to have any concluding sentiments, any declarations, any uh, intentions, sankalpa statements, anything that you would like to share from what you've uncovered and what you've committed to over these two trainings. It's okay, Rosie, if you didn't, weren't here for the Shiva one, but um, where are you at? How are you feeling? What would you like to sort of declare here in our safe and supportive community about what the rest of 2019 looks like in your business what are you calling forward what is your maha mantra what is your ultimate uh power statement for your business for 2019 i want to hear some of these um and 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 maybe also not just about the business as far as as far as outward facing but also the sort of maha mantra for your business in terms of um the inward facing stuff so the your inner landscape how does it feel how what do you accept and understand more about yourself what, what's your feeling tone or your attitude towards your business um so that it's also about what are you the shiver what are you outwardly uh you know what directive and and achieving but also how are you feeling uh I would, i'd love to see some declarations about that if if you would like to share um that would be lovely um uh so for example uh <laughs> for example um my uh my my maha mantra for my business is i uh my business gets easier every day um i am available for in uh greater abundance my business gets easier every day i'm calling in greater abundance and um 
uh, I'm serving uh, on a deeper level. And these are, um, my business gets easier every day. I call in greater abundance every day and I'm serving on a deeper level every day. All right. Share them if you care, share them if you would like. I'm going to move on now, uh, folks, and tell you a little bit about the Growing Your Yoga Business program. So if you are heading off, if you've been joining me live and you feel complete, thank you so much for being here on the training. I really hope it was useful. Cherka says, during one of my first trainings with you, I came up with this mantra and it's more true and significant now than ever. If I make my authentic self available, I will attract those who I want to attract. Oh, I love that, Tioka. It's absolutely true. That's the um, that, that that's it. That's it. That's the that's the the, the primary teaching for all uh, heart based marketing and promotions business success. Beautiful. I'm going to read it again. Tioka says, during one of my first trainings with you, I came up with this mantra, and it's more true and significant now than ever. If I make my authentic self available. I will attract those who I want to attract. Yeah, really nice. Rosie says it's getting late, so she's off to bed. I love you, Rosie Dean. You're the best. Sleep well. Sleep better than I did two nights ago. All right, folks. So, so thank you for being here on the training so far. And like I said, I'm going to change gears and share some information about the Growing Your Yoga Business program. So if you don't know yet, I've got this incredible program. It's called Growing Your Yoga Business. It's so incredible that someone stole the name. We won't go there. Um, and it is a six-month group training program designed to transition you from approaching your yoga business like a hobbyist to actually really feeling skilled and powerful in how you uh, run your business and take care of yourself um, and, uh, and, and, and grow into that grounded and empowered energy that not only uh, is required to be successful in business, but also just feels great and authentic and true. Um, so, it is a group training program, which means you will be joined by other yoga teachers from all over the world, it runs for six months, and it's made up of eight different modules, which cover the basic elements that you need. I've been doing this work for a while now, years. Uh, I have run this program five times so far, and I really know that the modules that we cover in the training are what you need to... Uh, make that important transition, whether it's actually that you've been doing it as a hobby or if it's just your attitude about being a yoga teacher has undervalued the importance of also being a yoga, uh, sorry, a business owner at the same time. So um, the reason, so, so the next round of growing your yoga business is enrolling right now and we are half full which is very exciting with people from all over. Uh, and the, uh, we get started shortly. In fact, I think we're two weeks away from having our orientation call where everybody gets to know each other. Here's the, the important date to bear in mind. We, uh, the early bird, there is an early bird on the registration and it closes midnight tomorrow. So that's midnight Friday, Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney time. Uh, the 5th, I think. July, Amy, check that. I mean, that was just the 5th of July, midnight on the 5th of July, Melbourne City, Canberra time. So that's a $500 saving of the investment if you register by the end of the early bird period. 
And because I am so excited about my community and this is one of the boons that when you have your own business, you can be generous and give away. I am so, so, so excited to announce that if you sign up by midnight tomorrow, my time, you will also receive a complimentary place on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat that happens in January in Thailand. So if you like the idea of coming on my retreat, maybe you're thinking about that, but maybe you're also thinking about growing your yoga business and you're not sure which one to do because combined, uh, that'd be like $7,000. Um, guess what? Just sign up for GYYB by tomorrow night. And not only will you save 500 bucks off the GYYB price, but you'll also get the retreat for free and hint the retreat costs $3,000. Nice. So in fact, if you were thinking about both, you're getting it all for half price or if you weren't thinking about the retreat, now you can. Now about the retreat, <laughs> you've got to get yourself to Chiang Mai, right? I'm not paying your airfare. You've got to get yourself there. But once you're there, I will pick you up, take you out to the retreat center and you have a week with me. And so far, 15 other amazing yoga teachers from all over the world who are ready to really make some shifts, grow their businesses, um, have fun, eat good food. Like the retreat is amazing if you want to go take a look at it amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats is the link and you'll have a free place uh, if you sign up for gyyb by midnight friday night now there are only five places left if you if you want to come and you want to get that bonus actually there's only five more places on the retreat um i'd take you all but you'd have to sleep on the floor there's just no beds left so if you want to come um and you would like to have it for free because you're signing up for GYYB, there's just the five spots left on the retreat because then the venue is full. That's not marketing cheesy stuff. I just, I'm not sharing my mattress with you. <laughs> Love, but you know, I've got boundaries. So that, there's that. So let me recap. Growing Your Yoga Business is my six-month group training program. People from all over the world have done it so far. In fact, we've done five intakes of it to date. I know how powerful it is. People email me, message me again and again and again about what they have received as a result of working with me. In fact, I had a comment. I'm going to read it to you. I had a comment yesterday uh, on Insta about the power of it. Let me read it to you right now. Uh, Without your teachings, care, love, and generous giving of wisdom, I could have possibly failed at building a sustainable, abundant practice. Yep, I recognize how far I've come in six months. And I could not have arrived here on my own, not even in two years. All I can say to anyone considering GYYB, just do it. Take your yoga practice journey by the horns and seriously invest in your self-development, your growth, your life path, so you can love the journey and overcome the struggle. Find the money. It will come back to you tenfold. I didn't say that. I'm reading a quote. I can't guarantee that at all. I would love that to happen. I would like to help you make that happen, but we need to be, you know, really here. Um, I'm continuing the quote. And you will be happier doing what you do best, sharing yoga. Big heart full of gratitude. So there you go. Those I get those sorts of messages all the time. If you want to read more of them, head over to amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. There are oodles of testimonials from other people who have done the program. There are video testimonials of people who have done the program. I know I've had uh, some discovery calls with people who are thinking about signing up and want to actually talk to a graduate first. So I'm pretty sure that most of the people who have done testimonials for me on that page are also in my Facebook group so that you can find them and send them a note about um, their experience. Uh, 
I really do believe that it's important that you make a great choice for yourself. So if you're unsure, connect with someone else, connect with me. I'm very happy to get on the phone with anybody and talk through the inclusions of the program and whether or not it's going to be right for you. Not interested in taking anyone's money that I don't think I can legitimately help. Um, so more than happy to talk to anybody. The program, like I said, um, it's powerful. It's got a proven success uh, history. Uh, it starts this month and goes for six months. It includes video trainings and workbooks and live coaching with me, uh, as well as an incredibly powerful community that you'll be a part of. Like I said, we've got the 10 people signed up for it already, so it's half full. Um, these people will be your biz besties if you like the idea of having someone to check in with regularly. You will find that person in this group. It's an important part of the program. Um, uh, and like I said, uh, the early bird ends tomorrow, so you have, what, 36 hours-ish to get yourself the $500 discount. There's a payment plan and there's also a pay-in-full option. If you choose the payment plan, the $500 just comes off the first instalment. So um, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what the balance is, but you, you'll save that the, normally works out that the, the, the first uh, payment is larger than the remaining payments, but it works out that they all end up about the same. So that, that's how that works. And like I said, if you also sign up by midnight Friday night, space permitting, you'll also get a complimentary place on the Abundant Yoga Teaching Retreat, which is valued at $3,000. Boon, I like, I love, <laughs> this is my, you get a car, you get a car moment. Uh, we did this last week and a bunch of people signed up. It's <laughs> so fun. You get a retreat, you get a retreat. So you'll get that. Um, as well. Um, the, again, the link for Growing Your Yoga Biz is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash Growing Your Yoga Biz. All the information is there. Do reach out to me if you have any questions um, about the program. Uh, I know some people want to know about how does it work with time zones or how much time do I need to make available to do the program or I've got a studio or I'm still doing my teacher training and is it going to be right for me? I've had people say, I'm a man. <laughs> Can men do it? Yes, is the answer to that. But uh, if you have any questions and you, and you want to talk to me, do reach out. Um, there's no stupid questions. I just don't believe in those. It's important that you feel great uh, about your decision. So let me know. Um, but you do only have for the for the $500 saving and for the free retreat, which is a $3,000 value, you do only have until midnight Friday, the 5th of July, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra, time so if that feels good to you have at it um that's everything i wanted to share about gyyb uh so i hope that if you're still listening here on the podcast um that you've enjoyed the training today and everybody who's watching on the replay i hope it's been useful and everyone who's still here with me live and hasn't had to go to bed or run off to teach thanks so much for being here with me um you know these um these Business check-ins are really powerful um, in the moment, but the medicine wears off. So don't let this be the, don't let right now be the only time you actually have these types of, uh, you know, inner conversations, the Sankalpa Svadhyaya moments when, for your business. They need to be something that happens regularly, like your yoga practice. You can't just, I don't know, like Om Gam Ganapatiyanamaha once a year kind of has to happen more regularly. But do remember that in all of the uh, inevitable, right, inevitable adversity that comes from being a business owner, 
you have Ganesha to look to. He is such an important reminder of your inner um, resourcefulness and your resilience and your adaptability and your capacity to figure out how to get important stuff done, even if it might not be the best way or the way that everybody else does it. Uh, that despite your uh, imperfection, you're divine. Uh, that that um, no matter what you look like on the outside, right, uh, you've got what it takes on the inside and people are going to love you anyway. Um, and that when you think you've got it bad and no one else could possibly understand how tough it is to be you, you don't have an elephant head. That's my ultimate <laughs> final teaching for today. You know, you think it's turned to shit. Well, do you have a trunk? Because that's got to be embarrassing. I mean, anybody got a tissue? Can you imagine? Like, that's, a, that's, not, that's not fun. That's not fun. Um, Chioka says, thank you. Good night. Yay. Sharon says, I continue to share what I love for there are always people who need it. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate your time as always. Have an amazing day. Eli says, thanks, Amy. Wonderful as always. See you in Thailand. You bet. You so will. Louise says, thank you, Amy. Thank you, everybody. So fun to do this. Tammy says, thanks, Amy. You're welcome. You're welcome. Floating away, floating along. I love it. Thanks, everybody. Have a fabulous day, night, July. Do reach out to me if you've got GYYB questions because you only got a little bit of time to get yourself twice as much for half something. Om gum Bye, everybody. Feeling inspired, ready to grow your own yoga business? If you're ready to share your yoga with the people who really need what you have to offer, growing your yoga business with more ease, flow, abundance, and support, check out my six-month yoga business training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz, at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. Use coupon code bizofyoga when you check out for $500 off. Enrollments are open right now. Namaste.